Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of Press YYZ. We are the only Canadian gaming podcast that is currently watching SpaceX uh, launch something into space as we record this. You don't know um, that. You guys don't know that. You guys aren't watching it, uh, but you could be watching it, but we're watching it. We'll, we'll keep you updated if anything goes, goes haywire. Um, we're live on Twitch, uh, as, as usual, uh, every, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, as well as on podcast services and YouTube every Thursday. My name is uh, AJ Fraser, and I am joined by Nathan McInerney. Yo, what's going on? Space! Space is happening! Space. Right, Cozy? Yeah, it's happening. Uh, so listen, I caught the SpaceX launch as well, but I kind of caught it literally as the thing was taking off. And I actually want to know, I know that there's been a, a lot of scuttlebutt on the internet as of late about how all of our rockets look way too phallic. How phallic did this rocket look? Um, the sp In my opinion, the space... Oh, oh, hang on. Breaking breaking news. They are landing it on a barge off the coast. Oh, okay. Is I was concerned that they're... I was concerned that the podcast was down or something. What? Nope, not yet. The uh, yes. okay. I don't. I don't know what happened because right. I have it muted. But it it the camera usually cuts out. Uh, when they, inspiring when they start theater of the shit. mind for our yeah. podcast <laughs> listeners. Yeah, it's it's very exciting. Space is fucking awesome. All yeah, right? space never, is cool. I haven't watched uh, space launch in quite a while, but that was cool. I had no idea they went that fast. I guess it makes sense, but like my mind <laughs> can't have to. My mind can't gather six thousand kilometers per hour. Like, well, they went even faster than that at a certain point. Right. Like that, so that blows me away. Yeah. Right, uh, let's just let's just show this on stream. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Let's let's try it. Uh, this is kind of. Yeah. You, well, yeah. The way that you were describing it, AJ. The way you were describing it, AJ, was more exciting than what we're looking at. It right was. Now. It, I think it you was. missed. You it. were you were a little too late. Um, but it, yeah, it was definitely um, more exciting. It was definitely exciting. Uh, before we get uh, fully started into uh, the episode proper today, uh, just a reminder that as always, we here at Press YYZ stand against discrimination of any kind. Well, we appreciate. However you choose to give back to our show, there is no better way to support us than by being excellent to each other. Um, yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, housekeeping here. Uh, really quick. Nathan, you're playing Psychonauts 2? Yeah, going to play uh, Psychonauts 2. I'm liking it so far. I've just unlocked some of the other main hub worlds without spoiling anything. Um I love the platform and I love the characters. I love the world. Don't love the combat. I'm hoping that changes at the current moment. So, yeah, I haven't gotten around to it. I have like they say you don't have to, but I, I still have that thing in the back of my head that tells me you should play the first one first and, and just do that. Like you ever you guys ever have that kind of weird hang up? So I started the to... first one and yeah. I didn't it like it's good, but it's not like the best is it like old game is old at this point or yeah it's like 15 years old and it feels 15 years old it would have been mm. cool to see like a remake of some sort um but i would like to go back and finish it after doing this one and play the rhombus of ruin yeah um because apparently that gives you the whole story like i think the world's really intriguing i really like those aspects of psychonauts i think it's really good so um it's just a matter of getting through it all 
I mean, I, I'm kind of like that uh, with a game that we discussed last week, which was uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, where I've mm-hmm. never played any of the other Arkham Asylum games. Uh, and I insist on kind of beating this game and platinum, platinuming this game before I move on to them. There are definitely a few other series where I'm that way as well. Cool. Oh, I missed a ROM, Mr. Bruin. It was on sale. Oh, that's oh, a shame well. when that happens. It was like oh, five well. bucks. I'm not paying $26 yeah. for it right now. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no. Um, look forward to that tomorrow night. Just me and some Ab- platforming. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so yesterday, Cozy, mm-hmm. you played a game about space. I did. I continued uh, to play the one and only Halo 3. Uh, I really don't have much else to say on Halo 3 at the moment. When I eventually beat it, I'll dive a little bit more into my thoughts. Uh, We finally got off of Earth and headed into the great unknown to Installation 00, correct? Uh, I forget the number offhand. Installation 04 was the one in the the original one. That is the arc essentially the arc right the arc uh and it's pretty fun it's uh definitely ramping up in difficulty it's definitely pretty halo and that's all i have to say at the moment all right (laughs) fair enough um like i said uh previously you know i i played through it not not that long ago again and it still it holds up surprise more like better than i anticipated um still and yeah it's it's still a very good game and you should anybody should go give them a shot yeah 100 percent. totally um yeah i've uh me personally like i'm i've still been playing a whole bunch of um no man's sky and um you know not to uh not to not not to be crazy about it but i've actually got it live running in the background right here behind mm. me um yeah, is that you playing right fancy. now that is me playing right now, um, but uh, yeah, the uh, it, it's it's got me hooked again in a good way, um, and uh, ju- just space in general. This is a very spacey episode, um, which is very good for my my space case uh, brain mentality that I got um, head in the clouds, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's super fun, super exciting um, to just kind of like go through the motions and like there there are 18 quintillion planets in this game and no matter like it would take everybody on earth like a, a number of years to sit there and and land on each one like like in, in succession or whatever it like it, it would still take tens of thousands of years for everybody to on earth was going at this if everybody on earth was going at the same time to try and find all of the possible planets um because there there are just so many like in this star map that is currently on screen behind me right now um i can i can literally go to any star that i see out in the distance or whatever some of these Hmm. um stars will have black holes and they can warp me completely to the other side of the galaxy if if you know if it just so happens um there there is something awe-inspiring about about 
that whole concept and like like the these civilians that are launching with spacex right now um to go up into space um it kind of gives me that sense of awe and sense of adventure um i i've gushed about it a lot on, the, on this podcast over the can last you just i'm curious can you travel to yeah. the giant animated aj head that's currently at the center of where you're looking at Let's let's see if I got enough fuel. Oh, it turns out, yep. Let's let's go. Why not? It seems like the the AJ head is isn't getting any closer or further away. It's it's a uh, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey space yeah, stuff. It's one of that, those that sort of thing. rogue planets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hello, there's there's a whole fucking armada here. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, um, definitely, the AJ planet wants to keep his distance from the. Various Clearly. spaceships. <laughs> Clearly. Um, there there are enemies around, and, you know, I could theoretically pause this, but uh, I'm not going to, so... Um, yeah, why don't you guys... Um, All right, we'll, we'll check up on yeah, check what up on me AJ in, in Head a, Watch uh, 2021. A yeah, a it's a, a good, good, good time for me to be hosting this thing. Um, here, how about this? Nathan, Yo. have you been playing anything else? Um, no, we talked about Forza 7 last week. Um, I did end up buying it. Uh, today's the last day you can buy it. Oh, dear. and then it goes away so, forever. So people listening to this on Thursday, the 16th can, cannot. No, they're SOL. Um, that stands for Shadow of Luck, if in case you weren't aware. Okay, um, thanks, Dad. Yeah, no problems. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, no, they're SOL, uh, but it's still pretty good. Uh, it's a very tight racing sim. I wasn't sure I'd like it. I'm glad I gave myself a chance to play it before it went away. So, but yeah, that's it. That and Psychonauts seem to be what I'm playing. That, yeah, that and Psychonauts. So, by the sounds of it, we've all been kind of busy here, um, my, myself included right now, um, and not, not really straight away from what we have been playing. Uh, but as far as I know, we've all kind of caught up, uh, ca kind of, on what PlayStation had going on. Um, we we predicted some of it last week, um, and so maybe maybe we should kind of <laughs> follow up with that because the big uh, one of the big reasons why I didn't really participate in the predictions last week is because there has there wasn't really anything that really kind of inspired me from playstation mm. as of late mm -hmm. um however this that it kind of worked um so yeah i i kind of kind of wish i had some sort of uh playstation console that it wasn't you know a, a jet engine um that would Damn. uh well, yeah sick burn Sick, like yeah, like a like a like a vehicle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there anything in particular that you wanted to start with? Anything in particular that you wanted to hear our impressions of first? Uh, how surprised were you guys to see Wolverine? Well, Wolverine. I think everybody was surprised. Like nobody knew Wolverine was coming. Um, there was no leaks. There was no rumors. There, there was nothing about Wolverine. So, and I knew it. I was in the chat with 
uh, oh, one of my friends, while we were getting ready for the stream, uh, streaming for work I'm doing this week, uh, one of my friends from work and I was in the chat and we got to the bar and I'm like, this isn't Spider-Man. Yeah. I saw the Marvel logo, but I'm like, Insomniac, and I'm like, this is not Spider-Man. I was like, that's nope. Wolverine. I know that's Wolverine. And then just by the bloody knuckles and then before the show it. before the bloody knuckles, him sitting at the bar, I knew yeah. it was Wolverine. Um, I was like, this is a Wolverine game. Um, it's very similar to other people. Um, I didn't expect it. I'll be honest with you. I think Wolverine's a terrible character in the comic books. Because uh, he's hmm. a jerk or because he doesn't he, he just doesn't seem to have a lot of motive, like motivation for what he does. Hmm. Um, he's just always one of those characters like he's super cool he's got blades that come out of his hands and he can cut things and he's super violent like of all superheroes he's kind of like one of the ones that's okay killing people hmm. Um, so like I get I get why it, it's the same appeal that people have for Punisher that I have no appeal for for like the same reason Um, are you like you know, tying in with that frustration that you have with Wolverine, are you also like kind of fatigued by just how much of Wolverine that we get both in like movies and video games? But here's the thing. We don't get a lot of Wolverine. Like the past few years, there hasn't been a lot of Wolverine. Fox is like, yeah, blocked. L Logan no. was kind of the, like the last gasp of that. And since then it's been kind of silent, but before Logan, like, I feel like it was, he was super common. He was super common, but even if you look at the last Marvel vs. Capcom game, there were no X-Men characters in it. Wolverine wasn't in that game, even yeah, though he's a mainstay to Marvel vs. Capcom games. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a fair point. Although, I mean, that was kind of true of all the mutants there. Yeah, there were no X-Men. There was issues weird. with Disney. Yeah. Well, Fox owned the rights, and they wanted to make them as not popular as possible. Or, like, they even canceled yeah. the X-Men comic book at the time. Wow. Hmm. It was really petty. Um, but yeah, um, no, I was surprised. I was, look, it's by Insomniac. I will play that crap out of that, regardless of my feelings of Wolverine. So Cozy, what about you? Sorry, I've talked a lot about it. What about you? No, no, it's not a problem. Uh, I mean, I like Wolverine just fine. I don't know that he's my favorite uh, comic book character of all time. I think that is... A uh, combination of super advanced healing and knifey fingers are knifey fingers. That doesn't really make sense. Like knifey claws. Mm -hmm. How would you describe Wolverine's claws? Um. Well, tec technically, they weren't originally uh, metal because he had they were bones implanted inside him. They were right. bone claws. Uh, but because of his uh, regeneration ability, that enabled him to survive the the procedure to add the adamantium to his bones and his bone claws and so uh, as per the movie canon at least you know it hurts him every time i can tell mm. you that much but, yeah every time yeah. it comes out of his skin and you don't really remember that from the x-men cartoon from the 90s his yeah. like well, well they could only get so graphic with something like that probably yeah yeah um yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing about Wolverine, right? Like, Wolverine has appeared in quite a few video games, but we've not really gotten too many solo Wolverine games in the way that we've gotten a lot of solo Spider-Man games. But, there was but the ones we so go ahead. the ones we did the ones we did get um, at least at the at the towards the mid to end GameCube 
um, yeah. PS2 original Xbox era were actually pretty good. That one wasn't bad. I remember playing it. It wasn't a terrible yeah. game. This is the Raven Software one, the movie Think. tie-in game. Yeah, that because so. that's the one that I know Greg Miller of Kind of Funny often brings up about how hey, this was a movie tie-in to the really bad X Men Origins Wolverine movie that was actually like not a bad game in of itself. Better than the yeah. movie, the game is yeah. better than the movie, and especially I can't even remember if Deadpool was in the game, but uh, Deadpool from that movie was terrible. That yeah, I thought I thought the movie was fine enough, and I've watched it recently, but. Then, then, yeah, Deadpool came out, and it's like, what the hell? What the? Why would you? Why would you do this? Why would you sew his mouth shut? Like that's like the whole point of Deadpool. So, so yeah, that. But that, that but then, then Deadpool corrected the the canon by going back in time and shooting spoilers, shooting himself in the head, right? Shooting that that self of him in the head or something like that. But. Yeah. I have issues with that part of the movie of what? Yeah. Because he goes back and kills himself before he takes green lantern. And that's actually a good movie. Yeah. So one thing uh, I just want to kind of say quickly, you know, one thing about the X-Men origins Wolverine game from 2009, which we're looking at some footage of right here is that, you know, in true Wolverine fashion, when you would get hurt, like, parts of your body would kind of lose uh, their uh, flesh, for lack of a better word, and you'd kind of gradually be able to see uh, Logan's tendons and bones and whatnot. And it was a pretty cool effect, by all accounts, back in 2009. And it's one of those things where, like, I feel like not a lot of people right now are thinking like, oh, man, we're about to see the, like, 2023 equivalent of what that effect looks like. And that could look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the I'm trying to think here. Um, with with regards to that, like um, I I do remember there actually being a a, a good uh, Wolverine game on the GameCube. This one was clearly like PS three three sixty era two thousand. No, that was PS two. I think it, is it, that correct? It, it likely. It, I suspect it because it was a big movie tie-in game, it probably also released on the PlayStation 2 in tandem with like the PS3 and 360. Oh, really? And, and I definitely remember there was like a Wii version. There was probably like a DS version that none of us have ever seen as well. But I would oh, have yeah. to all check. I, all, I, all I'm seeing is X2 Wolverine's Revenge on GameCube when I try and look it up. But okay. Um, well, regardless, yeah, the, um, it's what, regardless, regenerating health has been a, a, a thing in video games for quite some time. So like Wolverine just kind of suits himself really well to, um, to, to a video game in general, um, in, in my right. opinion, um, although mm -hmm. the, the, whatever the heck footage we're seeing here, his health is not regenerating, which is, I think they missed the point of Wolverine, but. Well, what's uh, funny, right, is that X-Men Origins Wolverine, the movie, and also X2, the movie, like both uh, have segments of them that take place in a place called Alkali Lake. Am I correct in stating that? Yes. Um, that sounds they, right, yes. yes. They both take place at the facility where Wolverine was created, but like at different periods of time. So we're seeing Wolverine like running around 
like wearing the gear that he wore when he came out of that tank that the procedure was done on him that made him like super Wolverine. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, we're basically seeing like footage of like the same like event, but like told from two different eras of gaming, basically. Yeah, that's true. Very, very true. Like they didn't, they didn't consider his regenerating health as a feature in a video, as a good feature in a video game. It was just sort of a thing that happened. Well, and that's before regenerating health was a thing in games. No, because I I believe it was Halo that popularized that. Oh, Halo did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, Halo did that with um with their regenerating shields. Um, oh, that makes but sense. But maybe maybe they didn't think about oh that well that shields that's like an over thing. Maybe may, health is something different. So maybe I don't know. All right. I'm not. I don't. I don't know. But no. Yeah. That's I, um. It's exciting to have a Wolverine game and it's like a legitimate surprise. I think last week when we talked, I was like, I just want to be surprised. And let's be honest, we were all surprised. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Last thing I want to say on Wolverine is so X-Men Origins Wolverine uh, appeared on uh, Microsoft Windows, Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation Portable, Wii, Xbox 360, and mobile phones the world over on May 1st, 2009. All right. Well, you're correct, Mm. AJ. Nailed it. Well, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that that's Wolverine. And I mean, that wasn't necessarily the most exciting thing, but it was the most surprising thing to me. Um, so I, I'm just looking at a list right here. Um, and I'm seeing, so, okay. So I think this is going out in, in order, this list that I found on gamesradar.com by uh, say, yeah. Sam Loveridge. Um, so the first thing they showed was uh, a remake for Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice um, George's favorite game. Yeah. Maybe now it will actually become his favorite game. Who can say? So I think Knights is a hard game to go back to. And I see where Mitch is struggling with it. I'll be curious to see how they do this. It's being done by Asper. Am I saying that right? I think it's yeah. Aspire. Aspire. Aspire? Um, yeah, Aspire. Yeah. Aspire. Um, they are aspiring to do good things. Yeah. So they've done a bunch of ports of Star Wars games. None that I've played, but the feedback is, is that they're competent ports. But there are, this is apparently going to be a whole lot more. Now, from what I've heard is they have some of the original crew from BioWare actually working on this okay. at Aspire. So um, who helped develop the original. But I want to see more. And there was no date on this. I don't think this is any time soon. Yeah. Um, also, I'm a little unclear on the exclusivity of it i think it might just be time i it's timed exclusivity for playstation timed exclusive yeah Yeah. so and we don't know how long the assumption at these this point is exclusivity is usually a year yeah and it's and and it's not ea so there's a good chance it won't come to game pass yeah it won't um at least for a while but you know microsoft could be making that deal hey when it comes to xbox put it on game pass now and keep in mind there's games like final fantasy 7 remake which was an exclusive for a year and we're well past a year at this point and not a word's been said in terms of it coming to xbox there's a rumored pc port coming to the epic game store but that's Mm -hmm. the most that's been heard at this point about it 
Mm. So. Yeah. F- fun fact about uh, Aspire. I've been going through the list of games that the company has ported. Apparently they were founded in like the late 90s. And like some of the first games that they ported included things like Tomb Raider 2 for the Mac uh, let's see, like Deus Ex for the Mac. Like they did a lot of Mac ports back in the day. That was kind of their claim to fame, their nom de plum. Mm. And then gradually over time, they moved on to various other consoles and whatnot before becoming more known for Star Wars stuff. They realized that nobody wants to have Mac ports. Oh, they they ported Duke Nukem Forever to Mac. Oh, oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, Yikes. It's not a good game okay. to begin with. It can't be any better. Um, so that yeah, should have been good. Um, been good. Well, after twenty years of being developed, you'd hope so. That's kind of not correct, but close. Uh, it was. I think it was thirteen by the time it uh, finally came out, which seems like nothing for some games that are like rumored nowadays. Nah. Yeah. Um, but the. Um, the past few years have been stuff like Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast ported to like the Switch and the PlayStation 4, or Episode 1 Racer ported to the Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. So they've been, they've definitely been kind of ramping up to something like this. Yeah. Right. But what remains to be seen, you know, whether they can pull it off. So, so we had Knights of the Old Republic. What was next then, AJ? The next thing was uh, something that. Uh, not a lot, like nobody nobody knew about this was like a big uh new thing um and it's actually visual so visually stunning i got excited about it um it's called project eve oh yeah um so i saw this and didn't know what this was i thought it could have been a new near game like it kind of has the battle system looking like near final fantasy remake yeah uh was kind of the feeling i got from it it looks really interesting um from a perspective, um, the giant mutants on the space station, I don't even know what to call it. looks super cool. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of flash here. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't claim that this trailer necessarily did a lot for me, but it could be fun. I think watching this trailer made me realize that it's been quite a minute since near automata that game isn't super old but it's old enough that you'd have to imagine that they're probably already thinking about the next near game if not developing it and like that realization watching that trailer got me more excited for the prospect of another near more than this game itself so Mm -hmm. I, i can't say that the trailer accomplished its mission that it set out to do but hey at least i got excited I think there's some people who this is really jiving with because it's very of the show. This is one of the more gameplay heavy trailers. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. um, It, it, according to the games radar uh, right up here, um, you know, they say there's, there's a bit of a a Bayonetta feel to it. I get Mm. like, just from like the jumping action and stuff, some um, like Ninja Gaiden vibes or like a devil may cry. I'll be right back. Um, yeah, no worries. Um, and, and for me, that's just, you know, those those sorts of games always intrigued me, but never enough to like fully play them. But maybe maybe this could get me there. I mm. I don't know, because um, it just graphically like I think it 
it looks phenomenal. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I mentioned how we're kind of potentially due for another near game. Who knows about that? Um, I feel like we're we're due for a Platinum Games game, period, that's on next-gen consoles, because we have not gotten one of those just yet. And understandably so, because it hasn't even been a year yet. But we'll, we'll get those soon enough, and I'm actually looking forward for to sure. that. For sure. Um... Yeah, ne- uh, next up, um, this got this next one got me kind of excited, uh, but not not for anything really they showed gameplay wise. But Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, oh, um, yeah. which is the the new Dungeons and Dragons based uh, Borderlands spinoff. Tiny Tiny Tina's like a, a dungeon master playing. They're playing a D and D game and. You know, d- there's guns and stuff like that. But what really got me excited in this was that they synced up Baby Metal's Gimme Chocolate so perfectly to this trailer <laughs> that, you know, it, it it swayed me over to to the side of, well, you know what? From I don't need to get this game because I haven't played a Borderlands in a long time to maybe I need to get this one. But it's not that. That's the thing. It's that's not going to be a feat. Like baby metal is not going to be a feature in the. In it's just the trailer music. But it got me so hyped. They did such a good job with that. Um, how did how did you guys feel about it? This is um very much going to be one of those games that I'll only play if like a ton of people around me are playing it all at once and I'm getting serious FOMO because as discussed on the podcast in the past, I felt like I got really burned by Borderlands 3. And so it's going to be, I'm really kind of trusting in my potential uh, teammates to convince me to get this game and not on the game itself to woo me. So... I'm it, on board for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Borderlands Three, actually. <laughs> um, actually, I haven't gone back and you done know, all the DLC. I, I've talked about this like a little bit. I, I've talked about Borderlands Three in the past, but I don't know like how specific I got into my issues with that game. Mm-hmm. I I'd like to imagine that maybe my issue is that I just chose the wrong character class because. Who did you play as? So shortly before I played Borderlands 3, I beat, and I think also even platinumed Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to play as the character class in that game that wields a giant mech that she can oh, yes. like jump into at any point in time. And I really was turned off by kind of how, kind of like how, I'm I'm looking for the right word here, like just kind of how dinky that mech felt compared to like the mech from Titanfall. It felt like oh yeah, the mech from Titanfall felt like a mech you would get into in a PlayStation Four game. The mech from Borderlands Three felt like something out of a PlayStation Two game, and that combined with some of the like at launch connectivity and performance issues just really turned me off from it. But maybe if I had played as another character, I would have muscled through things. Look, that's not coming out till March 25th, and let's be honest, it's probably going to be delayed past that. At this point, I feel like nothing's coming out in the dates they tell us. Um, maybe <laughs> jump in and just try another character class for like an hour or two. Mm. Uh, you, I, yeah, I, give it a shot. Um, I, I'm forgetting his name. I played the robot 
with the animal companion. And that was a lot of fun. Right. Um, yeah, that guy. Damn it. He has a weird name, too. Borderlands Animal Companion. Characters. Yeah, I, we, we all know Flack. who you're talking about, though. Sorry? Flack. FL4K. Right. Um, right. I was like, it's weird. Yeah. I remember it's weird. But yeah, because um, I, I I had a lot ton of fun with that character and the animals, and I went and respected a few times to try the different animal types out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no. Um, but Tiny Tina looks cool. Loved Dungeons and Dragons. It has a very Bioshock feel with the magic spells. Yeah, and I can see that. You can wield in one hand that. and the guns in the other. So curious to see, see more. All right. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, so the the next one that they showed um, was a little game called Forspoken, which is kind of another visual masterpiece, at least at this point. And it, it, it said, I I don't know. By the looks of it, it looks like a a a girl with powers of some sort gets kind of pulled into an, another plane of existence or something i'm I, not sure what it doesn't look like she has power so it's a girl from our world and she gets pulled yeah. to like another world to be like the chosen one essentially i'm guessing and okay. is given this armband which gives her powers it's kind of like jarvis got it um on her arm so i have a i have a take on this game that i didn't see anybody really making on social media at the time of this trailer's release that I feel is like oddly apt. This game is weirdly enough, almost like an isekai, which wait, hold on. Do either of you know what I'm talking about when I say an isekai? No, please define it. Okay. Isekai spelt I S E K A I is a genre of anime and manga that is very, very, very popular at the moment, wherein a protagonist dies or through some extraordinary means gets transported to a fantasy world and either is immensely overpowered right off the bat and basically becomes a supreme ruler slash instigator of conflicts in this new world or is like incredibly weak and underpowered right off the bat and basically has to go on a quest of self-discovery and conquest and really kind of grind their way up to the top. Literally like every single anime season, there are like 30, 30% of the new animes are all like some form of isekais and they have, it's a genre that is like been so prevalent within the anime industry over the course of the past like decade or so that it's gone through like so many kind of permutations and so many kind of weird transitions and so many trends at this point. Uh, but weirdly enough, we've not really seen like the Isekai, Isekai genre penetrate the video game landscape outside of like, like visual novels based off of Isekai anime and such. So I have a question. Sorry, go ahead, AJ. Oh, two things is does, Digimon count as that and does Monster Rancher count as that? Like the thing about those shows is like they both definitely have Isekai like elements. I'll put it this way. If if Digimon and Monster Rancher both debuted in modern in the modern era, people would be describing them as Isekai like or Isekai esque. 
Um, but at the time we didn't really have a term for that and there weren't that many anime of their genre. So it's, it's borderline. I'll put it that way. Nathan, you were going to say something? Yeah. Um, so just on Cozy's take, well, I didn't hear, hear Isekai. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Isekai brought up. I had heard because I think I was listening to kind of funny reactions and Tim's like, this has been done before. But then everybody's like, but that's like in shows or movies. This has not been really done in video games. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do think this is interesting. It's been, uh, well, Gary would have helped write it, but the bigger writing credit on it's Amy Henning. Okay. Um, so she's involved with the writing of it as well. I believe they both helped get the world set up and like what will happen. And then they brought in other writers to do the, like the character story, the character stories and the exact writing of the game, but they kind of helped set up the rules of the world and how it works and everything. Um, so that's cool. I'm, uh, I'm kind of interested in it. Um, it looks gorgeous. God, those effects on the magic and everything that's, potentially one of the most next gen looking games i've ever seen yeah absolutely yeah and once again that's full gameplay yeah it's i don't i don't remember like being a teenager and seeing uh 360 games you know hit me with that much realism like they looked good and they looked better than what came before but like, I don't know. Have we gone through this like every every generation or something well, like that? Like, has it, it always felt like that? It depends upon the game, too, because um, what's the David Cage game I'm thinking of? The one that came out this gen. Um, Detroit. Quant- no, yeah, Detroit Become Human. There we go. Got it. Um, it's a very different type of game. It's not an action game like that, but the characters look real. Like, yeah, um, but it's not doing what that game is doing. So, mm. Mm. by the way, I just realized something. You guys remember when I talked about that spider anime? Yes, I do yep. briefly remember that. Yes, do, do that not spider show the trailer. <laughs> yeah, th- that spider anime was an isekai because it was about a person getting transported to a fantasy world. But in that scenario, they didn't end up as a human; they got reincarnated as a spider because of reasons. Is the never-ending story an isekai? Mm, I don't know. I feel like that's another one of those borderline cases. But by the way, if, just go ahead. It's Planet of the Apes, an isekai. That's a, a surprise spoiler isekai. Uh, some actual legitimate isekais. I'll, I just want to rattle off a couple of these names just to get your reactions. Um, there's an isekai called That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. There's I've heard of that one. The, Rise, the Rising of the Shield Hero. Uh, there is Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World. That's a full name. Uh, there's Saga of Tanya the Evil. There's Overlord. There's ReZero, Starting Life in Another World. I talked about the visual novel game based off of that anime way earlier in the year, actually. Uh, there's Ascendance of a Bookworm. Uh, there's Log Horizon. There's Gate, spelt in all caps. Uh and oh and the list yeah the the list goes on and on one last one because i've been watching this one recently my life is a villainous all roots lead to doom uh which is about a girl who is basically playing 
an Otome game where she's trying to date like these four princes of this sort of like mystical kingdom. She dies. She gets reincarnated as the villainess in this Otome game and basically has to like make amends with all the other characters in the game so that Hmm. she doesn't end up getting killed or exiled as she is fated to in the game. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, that's a little isekai education for all you podcast listeners out there. Good to know. Um, yeah, so the, the the next game that they showed, I don't really have an interest in, Rainbow Six Extraction. Nope. Does anybody else here necessarily care? It It's probably going to be fine. Um, i seen it too many times. I still want to call it Rainbow Six Quarantine, <laughs> but it's it's a little too too much. That's why they changed the name. Um, yeah, Rainbow Six has never really done it for me, and like I, I gave uh, Siege a, a, a shot back in the, when that came out, but I just I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Um, all right, moving on. Um, then they said uh, Alan Wake Remastered is coming out. Hey. So, I've never played it. I'm not into the spooky games, though, so I don't think I will. But I'm glad for people who want to play this still or for people who are new to Remedy yeah. because of Control. With the alleged tie-ins to Control, um, story-wise and stuff, it, I guess it would make sense for them to uh, remaster it and re-put it out and try to, I don't know, try and bring it up a fresh in people's minds so so this is the second original xbox game that's coming to playstation during this conference that's purposeful right um i mean i don't like this would have come everywhere anyways i think remedy wants to get on as many stuff as possible so yeah i mean and i mean remedy is still kind of in cahoots with microsoft after quantum break right well, I think Control killed that. Did it? Okay. Because so, Control went everywhere. Yeah, Control. Yeah, that's true. Control went everywhere. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but no, um, so for me personally, Cozy, I'm going to post a link into the podcast chat. Sure, um, sure, sure. Uh, if you want to go ahead and pull that up. When I think of Alan Wake, this is the video that I think of. It's time stamped um, to open up right to the right spot. Um, there was a... a, a a a tech demo that they were showing showcasing the engine with well before the game actually came out Mm. that that and and i remember talking about it a little bit on the podcast um they talked about a you know being able like dynamic weather essentially and this tornado tore shit up um i don't know if a tornado actually happens in the game but just this like, why didn't they make a Twister game with this? What, it, Whatever Alan Wake ended up being, um, with, with kind of its horror elements and horror roots, um, never really kind of became the game I had pictured in my head from this specific demo for some reason. Um, and, like, just, like, the dynamic weather, actually f- using physics to throw a bunch of stuff around like that, um, and if, if this is actually is the, yeah, he almost dynamically got crushed by a truck right there in this demo. Um, thing, that, that tech demo kind of ruined the idea of Alan Wake for me. 
um, and and that kind of ma- made me not necessarily want want to get it once I realized, oh, it's just going to be a weird, spooky ghost story horror game. Luigi's Mansion thing where he burns things with a flashlight. Okay, well, it's not going to be for me. Much much like Nathan, spooky games aren't for you. Mm, that's fair. So. That that uh, tech demo trailer thing that we just watched, it actually reminded me, I don't know if you guys remember this, the 2005 trailer for Red Dead Redemption that was shown off mathematically, if you do the math, five years before the actual game came out. You can see okay. it right here on screen. We can see there's like mm-hmm. a kind of basic day-night cycle that's shown off. We can see some shadow effects. We can see the silhouette and eventually back of presumably what is a very, very early version of Arthur Morgan. A similar idea where it's like, wow, you you John, really kind of... John Marston. Yeah, John Marston. Correct. Arthur Morgan yep. is Red Dead Redemption 2, right? Yep. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, similar idea of they had like a really, really kind of strong vision that they wanted to execute on. But much like Alan Wake, I don't think that they anticipated how long it was going to take them to actually bring their vision together. Hence why yeah. in both cases, both trailers look so different from the final version of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just want to say very quickly, I'm kind of right in the position that Nathan described earlier where I played Control and I'm definitely interested in playing Alan Wake now. It's too bad that Control's second expansion basically completely spoils what happens in Alan Wake in a way that's very kind of surgical where like it goes into great detail to explain, oh, and actually when Alan Wake encountered a ghost, it was actually like a contextual space paradox event or whatever. It's been a a little while. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still, yeah. I'm still looking forward to it. Hmm. Cool. Hmm. Um, so the next thing that they announced was Grand Theft Auto V. Finally, Grand Theft Auto V is coming out after all this time. Actually, hell yeah. it was delayed till March. What? Um, it was supposed to be a November launching and that announced that it was going to be coming out in March. Oh my god. Um, um so your answers of hoping it will come out soon are not correct. Um I will say as somebody who's played Grand Theft played and beaten Grand Theft Auto 5 on PS3 and PS4, I'm likely going to do it again on PS5. It's a phenomenal It's a very game. good game. It's a, it's a very good game. It's a great game. Um I'm curious to dive into Los Santos with almost no loading and giving it another like I want to know more about the enhanced gameplay that they're talking about. What does that mean? Um, yeah, it, I mean, like it's also it's also kind of hard to kind of like I n- I never played it on PC, but it's kind of hard to get excited about this uh, because the PC versions do exist on SSDs that are basically just as fa- they're they're yes, yeah, software wise kind of w- worked a little differently, mm-hmm. but the i don't know i don't know it's kind of hard to get excited about this the enhancements they could make on with this same game i just want grand theft auto 6 and grand theft auto 6 i don't know i don't know if it's been like confirmed or still rumored or whatever it has to be vice city because 6 in roman numerals is vi so oh it has to be Vice City. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I so and, here's and the, it needs to come out. <laughs> yeah, I, I want remasters of Vice City and 
San Andreas and the first one, because those are rumored to be in development right now. But I'm going to be yeah. honest, I really hope GTA tackles Washington. Especially yeah. with the mess that's going on there right now. That mm. that would be that would be interesting. Yeah, go to the Capitol in Grand Theft. Yeah. You put the White House in it, you put the Capitol. I mean they're they already are such big political commentators and stuff. Like they could, they could cover that. Yep. They could do it. Going back to your comment earlier, AJ, about gameplay enhancements. If I recall correctly, they introduced a first person mode in the PlayStation four Xbox one port of the games, right? Correct. Yeah. Do we think we could ever get like a top down, like Grand Theft Auto one and two esque, like camera view mode? I at the very least, there should be like a cheat code that you can put in to have that old camera angle and make it play that way, just for fun. At the very least, I think mm-hmm. that that would be cool. Hmm. I wonder if they can do I that. Yeah, I, I I suspect as I was saying that, I was like, hmm, there's probably already a mod. That has been released for the, this game that does exactly that because that's a game that's Possibly. been modded like infinitely in every possible conceivable way. Um, but it'd still be cool to see it in an official capacity, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so next up, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I haven't. I personally haven't seen much of this game before it. Um, I think so it was only shown this, off once. Yeah, I think so too. And people seemed like super pumped and super excited about it. Um, yeah, this this once again visually stunning. Uh, it, despite it being a spooky game, made me want to go back to Japan and walk around Shibuya because that's that's Shibuya Square. That is the the crosswalk. Um, yep. But the the very crosswalk that appears in the secret movie at the end of Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, yeah. There's a very brief moment where you can see uh, both Yozora and the master of masters, the master of masters. He takes his hands and he makes them into a box shape and then he makes them into a heart shape to emulate the mm-hmm. look of Kingdom Hearts. It's a very it was a very striking moment when it first debuted. I believe it. Yeah, but yeah, it was just, they, it was especially weird because previously in the game we had seen Yozora presented inside of a video game that was being played by Rex from the Toy Story world, and as a result, when we saw Yozora in the uh, ending movie of Kingdom Hearts Three, it was like, wait a minute, you can take a fictional character from a video game that exists in the world of Kingdom Hearts and make him into a real character. It was wild. Sounds wild. Yeah that yeah that hmm i i mean apologies for the kingdom hearts spoilers mm-hmm. but yeah i suppose i should have prefaced it by saying that but it's all right if you're listening to this fine. podcast it's, you're you're one of the true yeah. ones you you know what's up already you don't even know what yeah, it means absolutely yeah or you don't even know what it means i don't know what but any yeah, of ju- that meant just just looking at this trailer for ghostwire tokyo it like it 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 looks good good enough for me to want to wander around uh, Japan again uh, in real life and be spooky. Um, yeah, and uh, maybe do it on Halloween, uh, mm-hmm. which which would be exciting. Um, yeah, moving on to the next one, uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 
So can I say, I've heard negative things about this trailer and I actually thought it was much better than the first reveal of the game. I think it looks just as good as the first time. And I, I came out of that first reveal positively. Like I thought it looked, wow, this looks like a really, a real, um, and good video game to me anyway. Um, it doesn't look like a weird, like knockoff or tie in or anything like that. It, it actually looks good to me. I don't know. Maybe I just like space things. Um, yeah, no, uh, like for me, and I didn't think the first trailer was bad. I just thought it went on way too long. Sure. That was my bigger issue because it was like half the square show. Yeah. That they had a lot of quite not. And he's not exaggerating when he says that. Yeah. Um, so, but I think this was a good look at it. Um, it looks like once again, a stunning looking game. I think the characters look cool. I think getting to play a star Lord is cool and controlling the other characters. And it looks like a really fun, crazy universe to do things in. That's really off the wall. And I think that's cool. Yeah, this is really one of those all I'm going to be waiting and seeing to see how it turns out. Yeah, like the movies kind of put uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on the map for me anyway. Um, I had no idea that they existed before that. And I just thought it Mm. I thought it was just going to be some weird Avengers cash in knockoff thing. But gameplay wise, like this actually looks pretty decent. You know, what's funny is prior to the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, I remember uh, Rocket Raccoon being one of the playable characters in Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time, it, like thinking that because he was a member of a group called the Guardians of the Galaxy, that the Guardians of the Galaxies themselves were like celestially powerful, like super omnipotent built beings and that like oh this this is one of the beings that just so chooses to to, to take the form of a raccoon and it was kind of a, an interesting uh rude awakening to eventually watch the guardians of the galaxy movie and be like oh these guys aren't like super ultra hyper powered they're like a step below the avengers but they have a bunch of cool space equipment well yeah. i i just finished guardians of the galaxy 2 for the first time with my boys cuz i i watched that one actually um I somehow missed it. And one of them is really, really powerful. Yeah, spoilers. I'm not saying which one. <laughs> yeah, one of them. One of them. Um. All right. Uh, so the next thing they showed was uh, a, a game called Blood Hunt, which I believe is the Vampire the Masquerade yep. next thing, but it's also like a battle royale. I'm not interested something. whatsoever in this. I like vampires. Vampires are cool. Um, but I, I don't know. May, is this is this exclusive to PS Five? No, I don't think. Or can so. I get it on Game Pass? Because this this is the kind of thing to me that I would like if it came out on Game Pass. I I would download it and boot it up. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't know if they've committed to Game Pass yet on it. Um, well, Google still has the initial release date is July 2nd, 2021. So. Wow. Okay, well. Um, we don't know when that'll come out officially, but um, you're right. This would be suited by being going to um, 
uh, direct to uh, Game Pass to get players yeah. up for it. For sure. Uh, anything cozy? No. Any interest? Okay. Moving on. Uh, they showed another trailer for Deathloop, which is out now. Too um, many times. How anybody many... play that? No. No. How many times? Look, Deathloop looks I mean, cool. Yep. It, it, but judging by how well it's reviewing, I guess they kind of were. You could argue that they were justified in showing it off that much. That's fair, I guess. I just. It was out in like two days. I get it, and it's PlayStation exclusive, and it's kind of like their big holiday game, and it's reviewing super well. The game's supposed to be great. I'm waiting for it to come to Game Pass next year. Yeah, me too. So, um, it does look fantastic, though. It, I don't know. It, everybody got like super hyped up, and yeah, like it's reviewing well and stuff, but. N nothing i saw of it ever really kind of got me like the the maybe the closest i've gotten was like listening to this week's giant Bombcast. um danny o'dwyer uh mentioned that so if you took dishonored like you think about a game like dishonored right mm -hmm. and you want you you want to sit down you want to play uh one thing you don't want to necessarily boot up a big game you want want something bite-sized right yeah you sit down and and you want like maybe like a, a dishonored or something like that. You can't really take play like a bite-sized portion of that that game, um, and this kind of takes that concept and makes it condenses it down, makes it repeatable and kind of bite-sized, if that makes sense. Um, okay. In terms of in terms of being a, a an immersive sim of sorts, um, and so like even still like I. I don't know. It just it's it's not a me kind of game necessarily. Like I I would still get hung up of on wanting to have like the perfect run and like fully stealth things even though you oh you don't have to. You could say you don't have to all you want. I still want to. I still I still get that anxiety about that sort of thing. Mhm. Mm but I think the style looks cool. I think there's a lot of cool things about the game. It's one of those games where because it's a loop and I really haven't been grabbed by games that involves like looping mechanics. I don't want to necessarily yeah. invest into it at full price. Mm -hmm. um, and either it either have to be a really solid sale on PlayStation or it would, like it'll come to Game Pass in a year. Mark my words on September what 14th or 13th. It came out this week. It'll be on Game Pass in 2022. Hmm. So I'm actually kind of surprised Microsoft didn't try releasing it on PC Game Pass. Yeah, that, well, maybe maybe there was some sort of uh, hang-up that they had, but... Yeah, so... I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Deathloop, out now. Um, Go get him. Ne yeah, next up, next up was kind of a weird collaboration thing between Epic Games and Radiohead. Uh, kid uh, called, amnesia yeah kid amnesia um i'm guessing it's some sort of weird uh trippy audio experience audio visual experience that they're making together i'm not it i i, I like creep and that is about it for my 
appreciation for Radiohead. Like, I have a little more appreciation for them, um, probably from when I grew up. Um, but yep. not like super, super major. That being said, they kind of gave me control vibes in terms of the atmosphere and everything with what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like morbidly curious to understand what this is. Um, yeah. Like that I'll say, cause I don't know what this is, but it's definitely weird. And it seems like it's from Radiohead from the weirdness. So I would like to know more. It's an exhibition, it says. So I'm just curious. It's coming in November. So let's put our thoughts on hold until November. Well, yeah. Uh, and but- we don't even know if they're necessarily charging money for for this ex- exhibition. It could just be an art piece that they're going to put out. I think like it's probably a free art piece. I think this will be free, which is why it ended up in there. That, which that's the vibe I got. makes me concerned that it's not going to have... A, a good trophy list if not a trophy list at all but we'll see i could see your concerns there and i also agree it probably will not have a trophy single trophy yeah wouldn't it be uh, great if it just had one platinum trophy? you watch, watched uh, what uh, yeah one trophy that's it's the platinum you sat through the whole thing in one sitting well wait you would have to have two trophies to get a platinum right because it would be the trophy plus the platinum because the platinum's for getting all the trophies hmm Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You couldn't just get up, give a game one platinum, and that's it. Well, not with that attitude, you couldn't. Now you're getting greedy. You needing two two whole trophies for your platinums? I'm just saying, I think you need a second one. I don't think you can do it with one. The platinum pops once you get all the other trophies. Hmm. Which means that you need another trophy to get to pop a platinum. Yeah. So there was a, I just want to say very briefly, there is a game on the PlayStation three called linger in shadows uh, that I've never played, but apparently it's a demo scene project by the Polish demo group plastic. And basically what that means is it basically was kind of just like a weird, like art technical showpiece, much like what this kid amnesia exhibit thing is being advertised as being that mm-hmm. game actually had a trophy list. And apparently the trophy list is pretty like, straightforward because again there's no game involved so it's not out of the question that this thing could have a trophy list as well but we shall see oh well Hmm. let's see also being an uh uh what what what's x x exhibition i was gonna say exposition but no that wasn't the right word being an exhibition um that means it's kind of like interactive like a museum most likely so yeah uh maybe radiohead throughout history or something to do with that kid a album because i know it was a it'll be astrobot meets radiohead in Fortnite because it's epic games done all right um so coming up next we've got i believe it's pronounced chia the t yes. is kind of silent but not really chia 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 yeah uh yeah this you know it's it's a little it's you know i'm not i'm not going to get hung up on on graphics or anything like that here it looks very good it's it's more of a artistic direction than a wind some some wind waker hd vibes here but in uh with like a, a very cool mario taking over a different animal vibe and being able to go exploring on this 
island or whatever, which seems like also a very me game. Uh, yeah, I, I saw this and I was blown away. Um, I Look, the, a lot of these showcases are very gloom and doom in the type of games we get. Um, and it's unusual to see something with a lot of personality like this. That's just so color. colorful, like colorful, bright. Um, it had me the moment you could slip into the animals. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you've got me. I'm, in, in a very Mar- Mario Odyssey kind of way. Yeah, I am I am into this. At first, I thought you were going to be playing that uh, ukulele throughout the game. And I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know if I'd love that. But um, it seems to that is hopefully a very small portion of what this game is. Yeah. I, everything that you guys are saying is totally true. I will also say that this is a game that I forgot about the most from this press conference. And like looking back on it, like there's some pretty cool, unique things to it, like these weird enemies that she's fighting at the moment. But there's also so much stuff in it that's like, oh, wow, you saw Link gliding from Breath of the Wild and took that and combined it with Link's leaf glider from with the Wind Waker and put it into the game. Or you took Cappy's possessions from Mario Odyssey or you took the guitar strumming from The Last of Us Part Two, And it's just yeah it didn't really it did not do much to excite me but you know all the best all but yep. all the best to the developers in question absolutely absolutely um so then next up was uncharted legacy of thieves collection so this will be uncharted 4 and uh i guess what was that spin-off lost legacy, lost legacy. yeah mm. they should also consider putting the vita game in that but they won't yeah, Golden Abyss is kind of the redheaded child, stepchild yeah. of the Uncharted. Unfortunately, it's a great game. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was fun. Solid it, game. It's better than Uncharted 1. Yeah. I won't say it's that's as good also, as 2 or yeah. 3, but it's better than Uncharted 1. That's the one thing people have to say about Golden Abyss. So what happens in Golden Abyss? Oh, it's uh, it's better than Uncharted 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Sold. Um. Yeah, it. That's fine. I mean that that was kind of inevitable. You know I, what? I suppose more of these PC ports are going to continue to come, um, yeah. and let it happen. They bought Nexus to do, Nexus isn't doing this one, um, but they did buy Nexus to do PC ports, and like Sony strategy is going to be putting them on PlayStation first and let them come to PC years later. And if that's the case, yeah, there's nothing to get mad at. It's more exposure for people to play these games and hopefully to get sequels and stuff absolutely so for sure um oh i am curious if it's going to be free for ps5 as an upgrade or that ten dollar upgrade charge i'm curious how they're going to do that because this is a collection technically and everybody owns uncharted 4 from the playstation or if you're on ps5 you own it from the uh ps5 uh instant game collection uh so with, with that whole kerfluffle with um, Horizon, I'm pretty sure they said that there would be an, they're an not ten dollar charge to upgrade on for, any for things games. for things moving forward. Yes. Um, well, mm-hmm. you know what? They're gonna they're packing this together as a collection. So honestly, probably not. Yeah, I, I'm hoping if they do a collection, it's at least budget priced, like at thirty and forty, yeah. and not a full full game price. Yeah, so, we'll see. Yeah. 
I haven't played yeah. Lost Legacy and I'd like to play it. And honestly, I never finished Uncharted 4 all the way. I got started and then got caught by another game. So I'd like to go oh, back really? and dive in. And if I can do it on PS5. Do you, I'm curious, Nathan, do you remember where you uh, stopped playing Uncharted 4? <sighs> no, I was past prison sequences. Oh, and like I like the first one where Nathan's brother is escaping from the prison. Yeah, past that, uh, I remember a mansion and a fight with, is it Nadia in the mansion? Uh, Nadine. Nadine. Nadine, Nadine in the mansion. But that's the last, like, I remember of the game. Hmm. Yeah, there's uh, there's quite a bit more game in store for you. And then I'll leave it at that. So. But a lot of us already own these, so what is their answer for this, considering they've said that there will be a $10 upgrade charge on games to come out? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. We will. Um, Next up, uh, maybe you've heard of it, uh, Wolverine. Now, wait, before we go go into Wolverine... um, yeah, I do want to say there is definitely a feel in this showcase that this is where the real showcase started. So yeah. they I, they did this trailer they, for Uncharted, and then they brought Herman Hulst on, and it it was like here's what PlayStation Studios has for you, yeah. and it felt like a different showcase. Am I wrong, Cozy? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say that's pretty accurate. I, I'd say so. I um I uh I, I listen to this uh, podcast from time to time called Respawn Aim Fire, and uh, I think they recently put out a episode of the show. Hold on, I have it pulled up right in front of me here called "The PlayStation Showcase Had the Best Eight Minutes of Our Lives," and I think that that kind of nailed it. Like th- those last eight minutes were great, and the uh, thirty plus minutes preceding it were not bad, but there definitely was a jump in terms of announcement quality the i mean they they opened up with some visually stunning things but like nothing that anybody kind of knew and they kind of yeah it was definitely a little more measured and then then wolverine hit yeah yeah so um we've talked wolverine to death at this point it's exciting we have it is it is exciting um after Wolverine, though, um, Gran Turismo 7. So we know Gran Turismo 7 is coming. Uh, it was delayed till next year. We found that out earlier this year. Um, this was a gorgeous, gorgeous trailer um, yeah. in terms of what it's doing. And I will be honest, as somebody who's never really played a Gran Turismo game um, and likes racing games and tried Forza 7 recently, which is the closest comparable... I'm actually interested in trying this now. So I am very curious to see how this will feel and look on the PS5. I want to know more, but I'd like to see some more gameplay of it. This was still, there's a little bit of gameplay here, but this is very cinematic. Yeah, it was, it was definitely still like, I'm worried about, Gran Turismo in the future. I don't think anybody's going to give up on it. But like the amount of time that yet yes, it looks visually stunning and their their environments are great, the cars look great. 
the amount of time that and effort they put into it and then having a game come out like sport or something that's just kind of like a little underwhelming like is is it worth it to put that much effort into it or could they have a a quicker turnaround and try to more more compete with a, a, a Forza, if you will. Like they're finally bringing in. It looks like the decals and stuff that Forza introduced back in the first one on the original Xbox. So it looks um, like they've learned some lessons from Forza, and I can't argue that. Um, yeah, uh, I I'm curious to see where this goes. Gran Turismo is actually the highest selling franchise on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. No franchise has sold more games than Gran Turismo. Um, but it's represented on every single console. Yeah. So, um, but I guess we'll see. This is one of those games that probably should have released this year from a timing perspective because everybody buys a racing game to show their new console off. Yeah, it's the easiest thing to kind of make look realistic every generation, right? So, but this gameplay we're seeing looks solid. Um and once again, I think I talked about this last week. I want to know more about how the dual sense is integrated into this because I think that could be a game changer. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Um. Yeah. Any 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 input, cozy? Nilch. You, I was trying to say none and zilch at the same time, and I combined them nil- unintentionally. Nilch. Zun. We should sure. name this episode Nilch. I, as somebody who's into uh, Formula One racing, speaking of uh, super fantastic race this past weekend, it was really exciting. Um, you should watch the highlights if you get a chance. Um, the, you know, I, I, I'm not a big car guy. Mm-hmm. There are certain cars that I, I like to to drive in video games, and those happen to be like ones from my life, like in. In Forza, the the current Forza Horizon, which is four, four. yeah, four. four. Um, I like to drive if I'm if I'm not driving around like a, a, a like a 1970 Charger or something like that, like Dukes of Hazard. I want to drive the the 2007 Focus that I have in my driveway right now. You know, just to just to do it right, just to like I w- I want to. Dr- I want to drive a very, very small portion of cars. And so the idea, like you have to kind of be a really big car guy to kind of be into the racing games. I'm, I'm not big. I don't know. You, you're probably, I don't know if you're a, a car guy specifically, Nathan, but no. Yeah. It, so is it just the racing that kind of keeps you coming back to something like that? Do you have any interest in like the other cars or are there, is there just like, cause like I, I end up just wanting to drive around like the, the old muscle cars and then I'm done. So I'll, I think it's just more the racing and the continual loop of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. I like racing. I like trying to get first and it doesn't matter what vehicle it's in. Um, okay. Which is an issue in bit. Like I started a race with Forza seven and it's, um some of the original f1 cars Mm -hmm. i think um or at least 
Um, and they control terribly. And I'm not loving oh, that the, at all. Whew. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, it, the, if anything, they control a little more realistically. And so it's just it's because it is simulating the the real physics of it, right? Yeah. So. I and, and I get that, but just comparatively to what else I've played in Forza, it's not. Yeah. And like, don't get it me wrong, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel the same. It's very very touchy, like overly touchy, and makes yeah. it hard on a controller. Um. So, but yeah, no. Uh, in terms of just cars in general, I'm not a car guy, but I just like the loop of the gameplay. It's like you beat the race, you could move on to the next one. You beat the race, and you're constantly trying to get first place if possible and place as best yeah. as you can. So, curious to see more cool. about GT um, and where they go from there. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, so after Gran Turismo 7, that is when we finally saw Spider-Man 2. Now, I didn't think this was going to happen after we saw Wolverine. I was shocked that Insomniac, after the year they've had, had two games to show us. This is also the first game that made the idea of 2023 real. Also, I thought this was infamous from this shot right here. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. With the electricity. I can see that happening. The electricity down the pole. I was like, this is yeah. infamous. This is infamous. And then I was like, nope, not infamous. That's Spider-Man. Yep. And then... If it's infamous, yeah, they're going to get sued. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, it looks like they're bringing... They're putting Miles and Peter together, uh, finally. Like, proper. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm curious to see what they do with it. Yeah, no, I think this will be really cool. I'm still hoping for a co-op element. I know they said in the blog post that it's a single-player game. But I think yep. it'd be really cool to have two players. One is Peter and one is Miles swinging mm -hmm. around the city and being able to work together. Um, yep. There's a lot of... So we know this is Venom and we know this is Tony Todd who does that line of, line as Venom here. Um, but I think that's Craven in Venom because everything that's said about like in the accent about wanting to best the spider, uh, before Venom talks sounds like Craven. And so I've I think never heard of, Oh, Craven. I'm Googling Craven now just to see Craven the hunter. Okay. Yeah, he's one of those Spider-Man villains that's like, he's pretty big, but I don't think we've ever gotten like a movie or like major video game that's shown him off until now. Hmm. He's like one of kind of the last holdouts from like the A to B tier list of like Spider-Man villains. Yeah, so. um, Yeah, no, I think I think it'd be really interesting to have him in Venom. Um, also, if they really want to twist the story and Insomniac's been big on trying to twist what Spider-Man is in their universe, don't put the black, don't put the Venom suit on Peter, put it on Miles hmm. to twist the story a little bit. Yeah. J jumping off of what you're saying about twisting the story, Nathan, like I got to be honest, this trailer did not do a lot for me and now mm -hmm. you know we are still quite a ways away from when this game eventually comes out uh and so it remains to be seen you know exactly how this game is gonna pan out in the time between now and then but i just like honest to god was hoping for something a little bit more drastic a little bit more different than 
what we got with Spider-Man 2018. On the predictions episode, I said, oh, man, uh, take it to the bank. Spider-Man's going to go to space, and he's going to encounter the Venom symbiote over there. Uh, Like, obviously, I shot for the stars with that one, but I was hoping that I would still hit the moon. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, what, what I saw just, unfortunately, was not quite the moon. It was still back down on Earth. Uh, but we shall see. I'm going to be honest. Yep. Um, you can't take him out of New York. Like Spider-Man and New York go too well together. I well, but th- we also have gotten like two slash now soon three Marvel movies where we've had Spider-Man for the most part, not in New York as well. Okay. I guess that's fair. I just think from a gameplay perspective, I don't know how mm. f- like how it would feel to not have him there. What I do want to make sure they're doing is making the city more dense with more things yeah. to do and more activities versus just a lot of buildings around. Like mm. we don't necessarily, and this is a problem in open world games in general, making an open world game bigger isn't necessarily better for the game. Um, but let's try and take these like places and make them more dense. I haven't played cyberpunk yet. So wait for the PS5 version to hit. Uh, before I get it. Um, yeah. But like that was my understanding of cyberpunk. It's not huge, but it's dense. Mm. Or it's supposed to be dense. That's kept how I kept yeah. getting here to be described. It's it's dense, but dumb. Oh, well, that's not I, uh, that dense. Yeah, that density needs to be smart and meaningful. Okay. So give me a smart and meaningful dense New York. Or yeah, yeah that, that's what I would like out of the game. Um, cause I feel like you could take him out, but then we're getting back to what Activision used to do back in the, when the Spider-Man, cause they had the good Spider-Man two and then ultimate Spider-Man, which was okay. Um, okay. Here's a question. Will Venom be playable? Mm, I never even thought of that. Cause Venom was playable in ultimate Spider-Man and ironically, that's the bad parts of ultimate Spider-Man. He was not a great character to play as in that game, but will he be playable in this game? I don't I, know. I would put money on maybe the yes, considering how many other playable characters there were in Spider-Man outside of Spider-Man himself. Cause you had like, obviously Peter Parker segments where he wasn't Spider-Man. You had Mary Jane, you had uh, miles before he became his own Spider-Man. So anything's possible. Well, and in theory, and I don't... Can you put a spoiler warning up, Cozy? Uh, Yes, it's been quite some time, but I can put a spoiler warning up. There we go. All right. Now you got All it. right. I should have put that up earlier for Kingdom Hearts, Master of Masters, and all that stuff, but oh well. Let's talk the end of Spider-Man, uh, the original Spider-Man. The end credit scene. Do you remember this? 2018. 2018. 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I forgot. Uh, what's his face was hanging out in a tank, growing all sorts of tentacly stuff. Yeah, he had the symbiote. It's um uh, uh Norman Osborn's son. Um, uh, James Franco. Nope, not James Franco. Anyways, um, he is slated to become like the Green Goblin after Norman Osborn. Yet we haven't seen Norman Osborn take on that identity yet, and I think that could happen mm-hmm. in this game. Um, that being said, it could be an interesting twist for him to be Venom and kind yeah. of working with Peter and Miles. 
initially mm. before being overtaken by the bad instincts of it. Mm. And then trying to fight that as his friend. Cause he was in story in the game in Europe. Right. So but eventually you could find audio diaries that explain that, well, Europe was kind of a euphemism for in a tank. Yes. So obviously, so, um, so like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm more curious about where they go from there, but we know, oh fuck, Harry, Harry Osborne, Harry Osborne. There, there we go. Thank you. Got um, there. You got there. So I, I'm more curious about what's going to go on. Like, will Harry Osborne be Venom? He was already covered in the symbiote and he needed it to survive. I believe they put it on him cause he was sick and they were trying to prolong his life. I feel like. Uh, the last I'll say about this is I feel like if we were in the MCU, I'd be more inclined to believe that because that kind of feels like an MCU simplification that we've seen before, like making the vision previously be Jarvis instead of mm -hmm. this other being that is created from thin air by Ultron, for example. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they might just make him like the Green Goblin or another thing in this case and Venom have, him, have Venom be his own separate thing. I'm in just the case of this game. I'm just curious how you tied into that end credit scene and you get venom off of him. But anyways, th that's all there and there. Um, before we jump from Spider-Man to the last game and we finish the talk about the last game, let's talk about these exclusive Marvel games on PlayStation. Because I have a theory about why Xbox hasn't seen one from an Xbox studio. Is it because they're going to be getting DC instead? No. Um, okay. I think it's due to Game Pass. And I think hmm. right now Marvel Studios is slated to release every game that's developed by Marvel Studios onto Game Pass for free. Is that not the deal? Is that explicitly stated or was that just assumed? Because, well, Sony Sony owns... They own the movie rights to Spider-Man. but And that's always why we've assumed Spider-Man was exclusive. But the Wolverine throws a weird thing into the mix because they have nothing to do with Wolverine. And I'm wondering if they're looking at Game Pass as where they're giving the game for free, where they know they can make a lot of money on PlayStation, which technically has a wider base of consoles sold. Yeah. And there's no, like, with Game Pass, you get one price for it, and there's your money. With I think, I think well, it, that's the thing. I think also, um, because Sony had the Spider-Man rights... Sony PlayStation probably fought to keep those video game rights mm -hmm. um, just to try and keep it in the family a little bit. Well, and my guess um, is like on that, on that note too, like having Spider-Man in the MCU, I think there was a yeah, exactly. give and take there. That's never been explicitly yeah, but, stated, but that yeah. there's a feeling about that. So then they, if they did so well with Spider-Man 2018 and even, uh, Miles Morales afterwards. They 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 handled the property better than EA ever handled Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. I can see Marvel being like, okay, who do you who else do you think would would make a good video game character? That they already knew Spider Man made a good video game in the past, and they mm -hmm. just made that good again and expanded upon that with 2018. So maybe they took the Wolverine stuff. And was just like, 
Give well, us a shot. There was a, there was a, a, a well-received Wolverine game, and uh, I we think with today's technology, we could do even better. Um, and you know what? Why not? I, so, uh, I definitely think they asked for it. Like, Insomniac mm-hmm. asked to do it. But... Keep in mind at the same time, we're now seeing positions where license holders forced a Sony first party title onto another platform because they own the license. Mm. That's the the MLB. Yeah, MLB the show. Um, it was not only going to Xbox, it debuted on Game Pass for free. Yeah, that is, that is true. Um, I guess moral of the story is we have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Anything's possible. So, but yeah, th- these are fun speculations. Cozy, do you have any speculations? I gotta be honest, no, no. Okay, okay, fair enough. Sorry. Um, well, that's okay. Uh, b- moving on to our 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 final final trailer here that uh, finally debuted. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Um, yeah, this looked good. Um, I think Thor looked cool. Yeah, Thor looks great. I'm surprised. I'm I'm glad they they got Endgame Thor in there. To yes. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. It, it looks good. Um. I I know. Once again, I never. I didn't play. Um. God of War 2018. Um. Yeah. You got spoiled pretty badly on one of the last spoilers in the game in that trailer. I, I yeah, I possibly, but also I I don't know how much of it I retained or am really aware of. But um, yeah, just I'm, don't watch I'm, the trailer again. Then just try and yeah, be as radio yeah, silent. No, no promises. But you should play God of War. I should. Um, I should. Uh, I I don't want to. I do not want to turn this PS4 on like ever again i don't know why um like like i'm playing no man's sky on my series x right now um despite me wanting to play it in psvr mostly but it just i don't i need i need the new hardware and Mm. i i need i need the money for the new hardware as well completely fair um well when you get a chance you should play it yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it definitely. Same same with Spider-Man. Yeah. I didn't play that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, yeah. you got some stuff yeah, to catch up I'm on. I'm way out of the loop. Yeah. So, so, but God of War looks gorgeous. I like that um, they've aged up the boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more teen looking. Um, and you can tell his actor's voice has changed, which is to be expected. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is years in between. Um, but... It looks interesting. They say this is the end of the Norse saga. Uh, one of the big um, reveals after this had finished was that Corey Balrog is not directing it. Oh. Um, they have one of the other guys who I don't remember his name. It's escaped me. But he's bit worked on every single God of War. Um, and for the most part, there's been a new director for every single God of War, um, with the exception of Corey, who's did the original number two and the reboot. Right um yeah so um they're handing off to new director and Corey's working on secret projects at santa monica so also if um if i'm not mistaken mistaken a lot of this is what alana pierce has been that's writing for yeah um at at santa monica yeah santa monica so yeah no she's um writing for this um 
it's uh yeah good for her she showed off her shirt of the dev team they it looks like they all got sent shirts that morning uh and they were all couriered mm-hmm. that morning to arrive so they weren't early and they had instructions not to open up the box until the trailer debuted huh, and then they were allowed cool. to put the shirts on and post them to social media at that point yeah hmm what's um the thing that surprised me the most about this game's trailer is how many characters were in it both uh, characters that we've seen before and also just like random npcs wandering around certain environments in god of war 2018 Mm -hmm. like nathan you can agree with me on this that the environments that you explored in that game were pretty dead and or were solely infested by people that were trying to kill each other it very much felt like, okay, the nine realms are kind of coming to the end of their life cycle, as it were. And so it's kind of weird to jump into this game, uh, weird in a good way, I should state, uh, to jump into this game and there be like quite a few people walking around doing stuff. Well, that's exciting. I think that could give this game a little, like, because here's the thing, God of War 2018 was a perfect head as far as games go. Uh, like when you look at review scores, it's Still, people could say it's one of the best games ever made. It's fantastic. And just with everything they did. Um, but they didn't have all nine realms available for you to go to. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where they, now that they are, they're opening up every single one in this game. Um, yeah. If there's going to be some more robust areas. So hmm. to to explore. Um, hmm. But yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, God of War is uh, going to be great. It's supposedly coming next year we'll see i don't believe i think i said this earlier i don't believe any dates anybody gives me anymore yeah i'm definitely excited too this game like this game definitely has a lot of ground to cover if it's going to conclude the north saga because they've talked about how yeah this game is called god of war ragnarok because we will witness ragnarok presumably at the end of the game so there's quite a bit that this game kind of has to cover contrast that with say the original god of war trilogy where you had two games leading up to the climactic conclusion where kratos ended everything and that last game was solely focused on the climactic conclusion i'm curious where they go from here because they said this is the end of the norse saga um do they and they clearly in the 2018 sorry aj this is kind of spoilers but there's hints of the well we talked about we we did talk about this last week because my uh pitch for this game is that we were going to see kratos team up with amaterasu who's a japanese goddess so but we do see hints of a character i think it was tear actually who's seeing the trailer here the god of war going to other cultures Right. And like you see relics from these other like pantheons and gods and universes. And if you actually look at the character model that they released for Tyr on the picture, he has Egyptian tattoos on his arm, like hieroglyphics. Mm. Mm. Um, Interesting. So like, do they hint at where Kratos's next adventure is when this is done? Or do they give it a layoff to be reinvented again? is kind of my thought process. Yeah. So. Hmm. Cozy, you're just trying to bring I, up that. I'm trying my best to, um, yeah, bring up the, the image of tear, but it's a little bit, there was, a it, it's a little bit one. tough cause, but I'm, I, I'm looking at his arm, which you can see right here in which you do see has tattoos on it. And that does kind of look like Egyptian hieroglyphs, but it's a bit tough to make out. 
There, there was mm. one because they released all these single person character portraits. Um, uh, like one of Thor, one of Tyr, and hmm, I don't know where it is, but yeah, no, I definitely saw one, and there's definitely like hieroglyphics on his arm, which. And he's been to the other pantheons and he had something from Kratos's original. Oh, that's the one right there, Cozy. Yeah, hold on. I'll try to see if I can get it. I'm on the wiki right now and like the wiki has like its image gallery at the bottom. But uh, there's an ad that's begging me for cookies. It's a whole thing. You can keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But there was like when you found Tyr's room, I believe it's Tyr and I hope I'm not incorrect there. But when you yeah. find Tyr's room, there's actually hinting to Kratos from the original game and like what he did in Greece. In the original Pantheon, they had stuff from that too. And he kind of hid it from uh, Atreus. So anyways, so I think this would be cool. The actors sound great. It sounds like it's a good hand director wise. Um, Corey's still creative director at Santa Monica and won't tell us what he's working on. My guess is this the rumored space game that got canceled before God of War years ago. Mm. One can only you, um, Last thing I'll say is, uh, you know, that's a really good point, Nathan, you bringing up that Tyr had that vase in his um, chambers that kind of depicted Kratos killing everyone at the end of God of War 3. Like, that's something I didn't even consider when we saw Tyr's reveal in the trailer that Tyr would be aware of who Kratos would be and probably would be not particularly motivated to work together with him, despite knowing that they're both facing the same kind of incoming threat and have the same enemies. Mm-hmm. So definitely going to be interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I saw you have the picture. Can you zoom in on that arm at all? Or uh, here we go. Yeah, that's getting pretty a little bit a little bit grainy, but yeah, I think you yeah, can you see can it definitely right on make the arm. It yeah, those oh, are yeah, those are definitely hieroglyphs. Yeah. So anyway, so th- there, there's definitely teasing of where they could potentially go in next. And Egypt seems like a fertile place to go with gods. Yeah. So anyways, it definitely does. That wraps anyway, up the PlayStation show. That wraps up the PlayStation show. And uh, really quick, just before we kind of get out of here, I know I know everybody's uh, a little tired. I just want to quickly kind of go over our predictions one more time. And, and really see who got these predictions right out of the two. Ooh, none of us. Um, so I'm just going to I'm just going to go real quick here. Um, don't worry. Uh, the specifically the uh, if you if you want to know how the, this ended up, you can tune into last week's episode um, to see how we, we got we here. Talked it all out and t- to kind of see how we did. I'm going to go over some of these and we can kind of quickly just say a thing or two like, hey, did this happen? Did this not happen? What do you think of this? Whatever. Um, and I will be the final judge on whether or not Nathan actually comes back and topples Cozy out of the lead. Um, each, you know, I, I ranked everything. You guys gave me five uh, predictions each, um, and I ranked them um, each out of ten on terms of what would get me hyped for the PlayStation show. Uh, Nathan, you ended with 34 points, and Cozy, you ended with 35 points. It was tight. Out of, Toit. Uh, yeah, out of a... Uh, uh, possible uh 50 each so you did good um so let's see here uh nathan your first one was arc system works acquisition we didn't hear anything about that nope um so no bonus points for you um cozy kingdom hearts 4 i don't think we heard about that today we talked about it today 
but we didn't hear about that today. Um, so no extra points for you there. No uh, PlayStation All-Stars 2, Nathan, unfortunately, oh. although they, it seems like they're, they're setting the groundwork character-wise and all their exclusivity uh, for it, it at some point. No, it's, it's not happening at this point, so mm. incorrect. Uh, there was no new uh, Astrobot, so Cozy, you don't get any bonus points on top of that really, really good idea of a No Man's Sky slash Breath of the Wild. And I feel like uh, after the announcement of Insomniac working on both Wolverine and Spider-Man 2, like I don't feel like I was unjustified in saying that we could see another, um, what's it called, the studio behind Astrobot. We couldn't see another game from them that soon, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's very true. Um, so then Nathan, uh, yep. Gran Turismo PS5 yes. we predicted we would see it here. We see it here. So I'm going to give you one more point. What? Oof. I got a point out of that. So that means after last week, you guys are now tied. Okay. All right. Oh boy. Okay. So God of War, not Ragnarok was your prediction. I said on the podcast, God of War, Ragnarok, not Ragnarok. It was an either or. Hmm. Because I seem to remember it as you you didn't think that they they would actually go with calling it God of War, Ragnarok. We would find out the real subtitle. I believe that's the case. That's how I felt, too. Your last chance for defense, Cozy. No, I don't don't have any defense. It's fine if I tie (laughs) with Nathan. Okay, so, yeah, the you guys are still tied. You don't get an extra point there. Um, Final Fantasy 16 release date. We didn't see that in any of this. Nope. Um, so no extra point for Nathan. Spider-Man in space. Now, we're not seeing Spider-Man in space, but you did kind of predict Venom. Was, like, we talked about it a bit. Was it actually that easily predictable? Or was it a kind of an out of left field that we would get Venom and the symbiote and all that in this? Ba- I don't know. Based on whatever happened in the last game. I don't know, because like very distinctly, Insomniac Games did talk about how, hey, you know, we didn't put the symbiote suit in Spider-Man 2018 because we want to do that storyline justice at some point in the future. And I remember that being like a big story, but like, how big was it actually? Was it just like a random thing said on a random podcast on a random date? Or was it like really kind of like highly advertised? I just, I don't know. Like I feel kind of, to be totally honest, there's part of me that feels a little bit kind of like unsatisfied that I got this one correct, specifically that I got it being about Venom correct. Because it's sort of like, uh, yeah. I kind of wish it was a little bit less easier to predict what they could have gone with next, but you can do with it what you want, AJ. Give any any opinions? Give him give him the point. Yep. You think you deserve really? the point for it. Yep. Yeah, he got. Aww. Yeah, you Aww. you got. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Mitch is Mitch isn't here right now to take points away from from people, so um, that works for me. Um, so yeah, uh, Spider Man in space that uh, that gets seven instead of six. Um. Jack and Daxter returns. Nathan nope. didn't didn't happen. Didn't come up. Not this time. Uh, Resistance is back. Cozy didn't happen this time. So, in terms of points, uh, you guys are b- kind of back where you left off in terms of difference. But Nathan, you now have thirty five points, and uh, Cozy, you have thirty six. So, 
Uh, you almost had it there, Nathan. You yeah. almost had it. Uh, you know what? So. It is what it is. We were very close. I feel like us not winning is maybe a good thing because it means that there were lots of uh, um, surprises for us. And Lo- lots of surprises in that showcase. En- enough to like get me actually interested, which was like also your goal last week mm-hmm. in terms of your, your hype pitches. Yep. So 100%. So... Yep. It was good. I can't right. wait for the next Sony show. Well, yeah, we'll see when, whenever that's going to be. Uh, whatever TGS is will essentially be a Sony show. So that's true. That's very true. We'll see something there. Yeah, uh, that comes up at like the end of this month, doesn't it? Usually, yeah, the start of next. It's usually very soon. So it's very yeah. Regardless, um, all right. Um, that's when yeah, Final so... Fantasy sixteen will get a release date. Okay, so we're not going to revisit this list. Uh, for that uh points are now locked in you lose nathan got it um okay um thank you uh everybody for tuning in to press yyz if you enjoyed this broadcast be sure to follow us on twitch subscribe to us on youtube and rate and review us on apple podcast you can also check us out on twitter at press yyz slide into our discord at invite.gg slash press yyz to keep the conversation going Until next time, thanks for playing.